Vox Quick Hits. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Matthew Iglesias, Dara Lynn, Emily Stewart from The Weeds. Uh, our question today is like, what what is next for Donald Trump now that he's been acquitted? I mean, my best guess and saying that this is a guess is that maybe he takes a few more weeks off at least of, of the media cycle to enjoy his um, end of winter. But it does feel like at some point he will he has to return to maybe not. I mean, obviously not the Twitters, but to the television for sure. You think he deserves a break? I mean, well, I don't know if he deserves a break, but if it were me, I would want a break. Like, it is cold. It is gross outside. He's in Florida. I keep seeing him golfing. Let him... I mean, it does kind of seem like there there isn't necessarily, you know, an upside to... He he managed to get acquitted without doing anything. And so maybe, you know, it's just he's, he's already rebounded with... Republican voters who are as likely to support him for 2024 as they were in, you know, late November of 2020. Um, I think that one of the questions kind of beyond the temporary, like what we all assume will be the temporary hiatus from public life entirely is, even though the question of will he run himself in 24 is still open, and we can expect that we can expect him to like, try to stoke that for as long as he plausibly can. The question of who else is seen as heirs to the Trump mantle and whether that transfer can actually happen is very live because no one who has tried to run a Trumpist campaign who isn't Donald Trump, you know, in the four years he was president really managed to pull out an election victory. That wasn't, there was, it's kind of understood that if you run the Trump playbook in its purest form and aren't Trump, that you won't have the ability to reach out to low propensity voters and get them into the polls. And so whether Trump is going to really try to, you know, whether through endorsements or through some kind of other structural effort to shift his base towards supporting people who aren't him, and particularly what he does with people in his, whether, whether people in his own family have an advantage there is, I think, going to be very interesting, especially because both Donald Trump Jr. and Ivanka Trump uh, have been mentioned in kind of the next phase of the Republican Party, both of them have very different bases of appeal within that party apparatus. And it's going to be interesting to see whether Donald Trump himself is forced to endorse one vision of that over the other by, you know, trying to smooth either of their paths toward political dominance of the next generation of the GOP. See, it seems like you could see Trump as the nominee again in 2024, as a kind of party decides least common denominator alternative to the kind of moderate Ivanka wing and the more radical Don Jr. wing. Um, but I mean, this is maybe my bias as a as a New York kid from the 80s and 90s. But I just I have never known a moment in my life when Donald Trump was not 
trying to get attention for himself <laughs> and his little projects. Um, he's a, not a not a low key guy. There are a lot of real estate developers who kind of exist in obscurity while being very rich and just kind of owning office buildings that they collect rent on. It's a like landlording is actually the ultimate low key business. But Trump is a swashbuckling guy, right? He inherited his dad's fortune, which consisted of lucrative but boring middle-class housing apartments in the outer boroughs and he wanted to buy an iconic hotel located near grand central station and completely refurbish it and be famous and i always love in uh francis fukuyama's book the end of history he has this thing at the end about how without ideological conflict uh, even people who are really rich and successful may be bored and start like grasping for attention and politics may be dominated by the crazy shit they do and his example is just literally donald trump because that's what he's like you know and always has been what he's like and i don't know that anything about being a former president necessarily changes that uh you know like emily said that she wouldn't mind a break but like I know, Emily, like you also wouldn't go on crazy Twitter tirades against your enemies. It's true. Like, you're very different people. Um, so I think Trump's going to be back. Yeah. I mean, at some point for sure. But right. I mean, I think the real question is to what extent he explicitly gets involved in the fight for the future of the Republican Party, because it would be very easy for him to just look, even during stretches of the Trump presidency, he was the you know, television watcher and commentator in chief much more than anything else. He often, as our former colleague Jane Coaston observed, like seemed like an observer of his own presidency. Um, and it, it would be very easy for him to remain in that mold. There are plenty of non-political projects that would probably make a quicker buck for him that he could get involved with. You know, he could start his own pillow company. Um, but, you know, the question I think for me is, to what extent does he feel that the particular kind of love that he got by doing political events and being not just a culture warrior, but, you know, a an electoral standard bearer, to what extent he craves that and therefore is willing to wade back into the fray in a way that will actually affect other people's political fortunes rather than just being content to have the automatic status that being former president of the United States gives him to talk about whatever the hell he wants. So basically, like, he misses the rally. I mean, he must miss the rallies. He has to miss the rallies. I can't imagine. To hear more, subscribe to The Weeds wherever you get your podcasts.